welcome to the Single Greatest Choice podcast, where single women find support, empowerment, information, and inspiration around the topics of singleness, fertility, motherhood, and mindset. I'm your host, Katie B. After a decade of believing my dreams of motherhood hinged on finding Mr. Right, I finally found the courage to explore what it could look like to parent on my own. What I found on the other side of my fear was an incredible community of single mothers by choice. Conversations like the ones you'll hear on this show inspired me not only to jump headfirst into solo motherhood, but to provide support to others through coaching, community groups, and retreats as a single mother by choice mindset coach. Whether you're just starting to question what to do about your finite fertility, or whether you're ready to make the leap into solo motherhood by choice, I hope these conversations will help you to feel more supported and confident along the way. Because whatever you decide to do with these years could be the single greatest choice you'll ever make, and you don't have to make it alone. guys. Happy New Year. I am jumping on really fast to share some information with you about upcoming events and some thoughts about New Year's intentions or goals or resolutions, whatever you prefer to call them. I'll be super honest. I am exhausted right now. I just got back from the Sedona retreat. It was amazing, but I had some travel difficulties getting home and I've been home now for a full day, but I went to work today and it just, I'm still kind of you know, getting back into the zone. So I apologize if this feels a little disjointed. I'm not going to do any editing at all, but I did want to get this information to you quickly because um, one of the things I'm going to share is about an event that is happening this weekend. So the first thing I wanted to tell you about or remind you about, if you've already heard, is that I will be hosting a guest expert workshop series with the single greatest choice this month. That is going to start next Wednesday, January 10th. The first session is Kellen Nagel. She's a fertility attorney, and she will be answering questions about all of the different legal implications of choosing single parenthood. Um, So that will be really informative. If you're not able to come in person, but you still want to get that information, you can still sign up and there will be recordings for each of the sessions um, that will be shared with you after the fact, if you're not able to make it, or even if you do make it just so you can re-listen if there are things you want to revisit. Um, so that is January 10th, January 17th. We have Kina Newell. She's a financial coach. She is also a single lady herself. She works a lot with single women and, Um, entrepreneurs and women who are just really trying to level up their finances. She can talk with us about budgeting and uh, working within our like kind of current day-to-day money and then also long-term planning and preparing for the goals that we have for ourselves and for our family for the future. So I'm super excited about that one as well. And then January 24th is Elizabeth Earwood. She's a postpartum doula and a lactation and sleep consultant. You've heard her on the podcast before. And she is just such an expert in these areas and also a single mother by choice herself. So she'll be a great resource. And these three topics, legal issues, financial issues, and just how to manage that postpartum stage, these come up all the time in my coaching. And I feel confident that I can help women work through some of the thoughts that they're having that are creating unnecessary suffering or, you know, causing them to kind of loop in a spiral of, worry and doubt and fear. But in terms of the logistics, I really wanted to bring in experts that truly, truly knew what they were talking about because these are not my areas of expertise. So these are the people that I would turn to if I had questions in these areas. And so I'm bringing them to you and I'm really excited for you to get to learn from them. And so if you are interested in signing up for this, you can go over to my website, singlegreatestchoice.com and click on coaching. And it'll be obvious from there. You'll see the guest expert workshop 
series and you can sign up for just one session or you can sign up for all three. So that was the first thing I wanted to tell you about. Um, the next couple of things are just to let you know that pretty much everything that I have to offer right now is full. So we've got the guest expert workshop series. There's still room in those sessions. Um, the El Cuyo retreat that's happening in March is now completely full with a wait list. If you're interested, you can still reach out, but, um, just know that there are no more available spots. And unfortunately I don't have any other retreats coming up. I would love to plan some more, but you guys, to be completely honest, it's really tough for my family. I have done four retreats within the last year and it's just a lot to leave a two-year-old for five days with people that are not used to taking care of a two-year-old. And while they adore him, I think they are all kind of ready for me to slow down a little bit on the retreats. So it may be a little bit before I do another one, um, but I definitely am not done. I'm just taking a little bit of a pause and I will let you know when I've got more retreat info. Um, I also have a community group that is February, March, and that group is also full at this time. Again, you can let me know if you want to join the wait list, but I have added an additional community group that's March, April. So that one's going to start on Wednesdays. March 20th is the first date and it will run through April 24th on Wednesdays, 6.30 to 8 p.m. Central. Okay, so those are all the announcements. Thanks for hanging in if you're still here. And then I wanted to let you know about another event that is connected to what I want to talk to you about the rest of this episode, which is a New Year's event. So I love New Year's so much. It's one of my very favorite holidays, maybe my very favorite holiday. As a perfectionist, I just love to be able to kind of get that fresh, clean slate and feel a sense of newness and you know, I, lo I love the idea of setting goals and reflecting back on the last year. So I really get jazzed every year at this time. And I wanted to share that a little bit with you guys. So I am hosting an event on Sunday, Sunday, January 7th. Um, it'll also be at 6 30 um, PM central time. And you can also find it on my website, singlegreatestchoice.com and go to the coaching tab and you'll find it there. Um, and so this is an event that is going to be for anybody in the community, um, whether you've worked with me before or not, who just wants to come together and set intentions for the new years. And I think there's something just really powerful about sharing out loud, even with strangers or people that you, you know, don't really know very well, or may not interact with on a regular basis, just to name the thing that you want to dedicate your time and energy and effort and attention to this year. I think it can just be really powerful to speak that out loud. So, um, if you're interested in, in signing up for this, go to the website. There's not a lot of information there because I threw it up just really quickly. It'll just allow you to sign up. It's $15. If you've been in a community group or attended a retreat before, then the event is free for you. Um, for everyone else, it's $15. And that will just have you added to a calendar event. So you'll get an event invite and there's, the Zoom link will be there. And you'll also get an email from me. I'm hoping to get that out this afternoon, Saturday morning at the latest. And that email will include some guidance um, that will help you to kind of like consider your goals ahead of time so that you're not walking into um, the event on Sunday, having not really thought about it. You may have already done some planning around your goals and that's totally fine too. You don't have to um, use the prompts that I am sharing. It's just something for you if you haven't thought about it yet. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about 
what goal setting and goal achievement looked like for me in 2023. Cause I had a pretty big light bulb moment this past week as I was thinking about what happened with my two big goals. And if you scroll back on my Instagram to the beginning of 2023, you can see where I set the goals and where I shared about it. And then I did a couple updates. I think the last update I did was like mid year in June, but I had two big areas that I was working on and those areas were financial and then health. And so I had like specific measurable numbers and things associated with that, but I didn't really share the details. I just kind of let you know the big themes. Um, but so just to start off, I, I accomplished the financial goal. I had a earning goal that I said, there were other pieces of it that I didn't accomplish, but, um, the big piece was I wanted to make a certain amount in my coaching business. And when I set the goal, that number felt pretty impossible. It was more than triple what I had done the year before. And so it was, it felt like an impossible goal, but I was really excited about it. And then my other goal had to do with improving my health in various areas. And one of those, like probably the most measurable was to lose 15 pounds. And I did not accomplish that goal. Didn't even get close. So, um, I wanted to kind of talk about what I've observed about those two two different areas. So I'm going to start with the financial goal. So when I was thinking about the financial goal that I set, like back in January and February of 2023, I literally felt like sick to my stomach thinking about the number that I was going to try to hit. My heart would beat faster. Like I really had kind of a visceral, like bodily, like nervousness response to thinking about that goal. And I think the reason why I felt that way is because I really believed that I was going to do it and I had no idea how I was going to do it, but I like really, really was committed to making it happen. And so of course, if you have an impossible goal and you're committed to making it happen, that is nerve wracking. So of course, like I'm going to have some sort of response to it. And as I went through the year, I got, you know, ebbed and flowed, got closer to the goal, and then I would have setbacks. But anytime a setback happened, I treated it as a learning experience. And not once did I think, oh, I'm done with this. I'm going to stop trying or, oh, I'll never hit that goal. It was just like, okay, okay. So let me think about this. Like, what do I need to do differently? So I did have to recalibrate several times, but I never really like doubted that I was going to get there. And when I think about why I was so committed to that goal, I think it's because of my why. I, my reason for wanting the goal was number one, because the more money I was making in my coaching business meant the more value that I was putting out into the world. Because one of my um, kind of tenets as a business owner is that I always want my clients, which is a lot of you guys to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I signed up for that. I got so much more out of it than I was expecting, or I got so much more out of it than what I paid. And so anytime I'm thinking about community groups or retreats or any of the things that I do, I really want to make sure that I'm over delivering with the value. And so when I thought about that number, it was like, oh my gosh, I am going to be able to create so much value for the community if I really am able to hit that goal. So that was really exciting. But I also just was really passionate about like wanting something bigger for my life, wanting to set an example for my son of what it looks like to follow your passion, wanting to be an example to other women of like what's possible and creating a life that you love, even when your life doesn't go as planned, loving the version of my life that I have instead of 
um, lamenting that this was plan B and, you know, oh, I didn't find the partner. It's just really inspiring to me. Like I inspire myself when I think about being able to live that kind of life. And so building this business up to this level of the goal that I set, you know, the number is one thing, but it really represents the value that I was able to create in the world. And that is the thing that was keeping me going. But it also was the first step to myself of like proving that if I can do this, then I can keep building on it. And it's what I needed to create the confidence that I could like start to scale back from the full-time career that I've had for the last 20 years and step more into this space of working with single mothers by choice. So I was very, very motivated in my goal and my financial goal because it was so tied to things that I'm so deeply passionate about and that I really, really value. So my second goal around health and weight loss like I barely made any tangible progress. It, that was like up and down. I did at one point I lost eight pounds, but then I put most of it back on and then I would lose five pounds again. I do think overall my food, exercise, sleep, hydration, all of those areas I would say were slightly better than they were a year ago, but not in a way where it looks like I really spent a year focusing on them, which was my intent going into 2023 was to like really have those two areas of my business and finances and health be like the top focus. Looking back and thinking about like, why was one so successful and the other one totally not? I think that with the health goals, I really have shared before that I struggle with perfectionism and just setting the bar way too high. And so I think thinking about the health goals, like a lot of times I would just set kind of ridiculous, like I'm going to do this super restrictive thing every single day without fail. And so I would do okay for like, you know, two or three days. And then the minute I missed a day, that was it. I would just stop trying. Or even as I made the plans, like I would kind of just know that they were like fantasies. Like there was just no way I was going to pull off the thing that I was planning to do. But I also didn't have a very clearly defined why that was compelling in the same way that I did in the financial realm. So I think when I thought about losing weight, it was like, oh, this is just like what you're supposed to want to do, right? And I know that the number on the scale is about 10 to 15 pounds higher than before I got pregnant. And so you're supposed to bounce back, right? Like that's what society tells us. And I didn't have a clearly defined why because I was just thinking in the short term. So the why of like fitting into smaller pants or like fitting into my clothes that fit before I was pregnant, like that just wasn't exciting enough. So I I just kept on with the cycle of I'll start on Monday, I'll start next month, I'll start after that retreat is over, but I just wasn't that motivated. And if you go back into my um, Instagram post, there was a point in like kind of mid-year where I started talking about like really needing to to have my health be one of my top priorities. And so at that point in the year, I started writing every single day in my journal, my health is my top priority. And I do think that that kept it top of mind. And I do think that that was a turning point where I started just really like drinking more water and taking more walks and like doing little things, but also where I like started beating myself up more for not doing all the things. Um, because I kept telling myself my health was my top priority, but I don't think I really, I definitely didn't believe it or else I would have been prioritizing my life differently. And so when I think about like what really are my top priorities, of course it's miles, it's keeping my household, like maintaining my house. And I'm pretty picky about liking to keep things at a level of cleanliness that probably isn't 
necessary, but like I don't, I can't leave like dishes in the sink or laundry unfolded. And um, so that takes a lot of time and effort. And then of course I work a full-time job and then the coaching and the retreats and all, like all of those things, I really have been prioritizing far above my own health. And the idea that I would like lose a few pounds just wasn't compelling enough to put my health above any of those other things, even when I was telling myself that it was a priority. And I want to be clear, this isn't just about losing weight. This is about sleep and nutrition and hydration and just feeling better in my body. But the most measurable piece of it would be the weight loss. And so I guess that's why I keep like talking about that number, but it isn't, it wasn't just that. So right now I'm really thinking about like, how can I reconsider my why? Because I feel like you know, I, at this point I need to either drop the goal and just say, Hey, this is my body. I'm not making changes. I'm just going to feel how I feel. And I'm not going to worry about, you know, any of the little things, or I need to change my why, because I don't want to spend another year thinking about doing something and not doing it or like beating myself up about not doing it or believing that I'll start later. And the starting later thing is really interesting. If you also struggle with perfectionism, and get a big dopamine hit from planning. I love to plan so much. I'm such a planner. And so I get a lot of satisfaction about thinking about and like creating this perfect plan for how I'm going to accomplish the goal. And that's so satisfying to make the plan that I don't even actually have to take any steps towards it to feel better. And so just the plan itself, like helps me get out of the suffering of not feeling great in my body. And so it's so much easier to daydream about how I'm going to feel once I've actually done the thing than to take the first step. Because once you take the first step, then it's not perfect anymore. You're going to struggle. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to not stick with it every single day. And so as long as you don't start, it can kind of stay like perfect in your mind. And so I definitely could have done the same thing with my financial and business goals where I just stayed stuck in the planning stages and thinking about, oh, won't it be great when I do this and not actually doing it. But I think I'm just like so freaking excited about what I'm creating that it's just so tied to like my core value of community and like there's just so many things about it that are compelling that I was willing to get in, get dirty make mistakes, have it be imperfect because I really, really wanted to do it. And so I can literally go without sleeping, without eating. I can lose myself for hours working on my business or talking with women who are considering solo motherhood, making plans for retreats, like all of that, though it is work, it is so aligned that it's easy to motivate myself to want to do that work. And so thinking about my health goals, I know that I I need to find a why that is far more compelling than just fitting into old clothes. And so when I think about it, it's kind of counterintuitive because I feel like all the people who talk about goal setting, they're like, you know, focus on the short term, focus on like the more tangible results, like your, your why can't be like too big or too lofty. But really for me in this area, like thinking about one year from now doesn't really do it for me. But I think when I think about 20 years from now, 
I want to be full of vitality when I'm in my 60s. I want to still be building my business. I want to still be supporting women. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to keep up with Miles and hopefully the second child that I will have. Miles and his sibling will be in their late teens and 20s when I'm in my 60s. So even though that is much further away, it's much more aligned with my values to think about like I am taking care of my health so that I will have vitality in my 60s, in my 70s, because I want to be there for my family. Like I want Miles to not be worried about me. I want Miles to be able to like go and do fun things with his mom who is, yeah, maybe a little bit older for, you know, considering that many of his friends will have parents that are 10, 20 years younger than me. But I don't want that to like hold back the things that we do as a family. So even though it's far away, it's more compelling for me to imagine like helping Miles move into his dorm room and being able to like lift things and unpack things and drive for long hours and all of that than to think about being in a smaller dress size in a few months from now. And even though that seems like a really long time away, I think that it's motivating now because I think of it kind of like investing. You can't wait until you're in your 60s and 70s to start investing money for your retirement. And you also can't wait until you're in your 60s, 70s, 80s, and you want to feel that vitality to start taking care of yourself. Like you have to lay the foundation. It does motivate me right now to choose yoga over watching TV or to choose water over wine or whatever the choice is, because I know that it's going to be the little decisions over time and kind of the lifestyle shifts that I make and who I become just by default for the next few decades that are going to have me where I want to be at that time. And it's funny, I don't know if any of you guys watched The Golden Bachelor. I'm not a big TV person, but I managed to watch most of that. Usually while I was washing dishes or something, I would just like set my phone to the side and um, kind of watch it on my phone. But the women in that show, I mean, I know that show is like mostly made up, but here are all these women, most of them right around 70, and they're beautiful and healthy seeming, and they're playing pickleball and, you know, doing all of these active things. And I just know that I know people in their 60s, 70s, 80s who seem much younger and others who seem much older than their age. And so I know that I want and need to be on the side of, oh, wow, I can't believe you're 65 or 70 or whatever it is. And that starts now. And so that is where my new motivation is coming from in order to take better care of myself in 2024. So when I think about goals, I'm realizing it's just so important for us to align our goals with our values, like to really think about like, what are the big reasons why we want the thing and make sure that they're important enough to keep us going. Because there are a lot of goals that we say that we want and we think that we want, but if we don't get to the root of why we really want it, not just because it like sounds good on paper, then I don't know that we have the right motivation to like keep going for months and months, you know, all the way through a year. So I thought that since one of my biggest values is building community, I thought that maybe it would make sense for us to come together and talk about all of this live on a Zoom at the start of the year. So here's the deal. I'm going to host a live event on Sunday, January 7th. So that is like two days from now at 6.30 p.m. Central. It's $15 to join. It's free if you've been in a community group before or if you have participated on a retreat. 
So if you want to join, you can sign up at the single greatest choice. Oh, it's not the just singlegreatestchoice.com slash coaching. See guys, this is why I usually have an editor, but I'm not going to edit this. You're just going to get what you get. Um, okay. So go to my website. You'll find it. It's not hard to find. There's not a lot of information about it, but there is a place where you can sign up. And before the event, I will hopefully send you some information, kind of some guidance around just thinking about your goals. I'll send you a list of core values that come from James Clear, who is an incredible author of Atomic Habits. That will give you a chance to kind of think about like, what are your values? And if you've thought about what goals you have for this year, like how do your goals align with your values? And if they don't, maybe they may not be the right goals for you, or maybe they are aligned and you just haven't figured out exactly how they are aligned. So I think it's really important to think about like, why do you want to make the change? Like what is the real why underneath it? Like, how is it going to improve your life? Or are you just getting caught up in what you think you should be doing or what other people are doing or what society is telling you is a good goal? Like making sure that these goals are really specific to you and aligned with your values. And then I like to really focus on like, what can I add to my life? What, if anything, do I need to remove like certain thoughts, certain behaviors, patterns, maybe even relationships, places, people. So thinking about what, what you can add, what you can remove, and then also what needs to be modified. So maybe there is something that you're doing, but you would like to still do it, but do it less or in a different way. Um, and so that's kind of the framework that I use to think about the changes, but I think before you go into the behaviors that you want to change or, or the goals that you have, it's really important to think about why. So when we come together on Sunday, it's already kind of a big ish group. I don't know how many people will be there, um, but I'm guessing it will be too large for us to all kind of talk in one big group. So I'll do a little bit of prep work with you guys And then we will break out into breakout sessions. It's not going to be scary. I promise. Even if you don't know anybody, everyone who comes is delightful. They're wonderful women that I've had the privilege of working with this year. And I know you're going to love them. So you will also have the opportunity to meet other women who are part of this community and are considering or pursuing or are already a solo mom and have a space to just kind of talk through some of these things and to set some goals and possibly even to commit to holding one another accountable or checking in with one another. If that's something that kind of arises, there's nothing like formally committing to that, but um, you just never know what can happen in a session like this. So I deeply, deeply, deeply believe in the power of community and specifically this community. I have just been blown away at the women that I've met through community groups, through retreats, through group coaching, And it has just truly been the gift of my lifetime to not get what I want. My big goal in 2018, that was the year that I was going to meet my partner. And I went on 50 first dates in the first half of the year. And all I wanted was to find Mr. Right. And thank goodness that I didn't because I wouldn't know any of you guys if that had happened. And I just feel so privileged to be in a position where I get to meet so many incredible women. And so I like to hold events like this. Really, the main purpose is just connection. And that is my deepest value in this space. And so I hope that you'll come and join us and just meet some new people and have some time to carve out for yourself here at the beginning of the year to reflect on 
what is important to you this year and what you hope to accomplish. So if you'd like to join us, again, singlegreatestchoice.com, click on coaching and you'll see where you can sign up for the New Year's event. It is this Sunday, so sign up fast and I hope to see you there. Thank you for joining me on the Single Greatest Choice podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a minute to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This will help more women to find our show. If you want to learn more about me, this podcast, my coaching opportunities and retreats, visit my website at singlegreatestchoice.com or find me on Instagram at single underscore greatest underscore choice. Until next time, I'm sending you all my love and support as you go about making the choices that will create a life you love.